You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and Warchant TV begins right now. Great to be with you. Hope you're well. Let's start it off right and say thanks to our friends at Register Sausage. Yay, sausage! Fire not many, away. Not many promo codes be given away these last couple of weeks, huh? Mm. So for each loss. <laughs> yeah, you should do that if they keep yeah. mounting. Uh, well, they for, are mounting. Yeah, yeah. If they lose tomorrow, it's a whole... Woo! That's a ba- they're favored by like 10 points in they're that game. They're not losing with, Without Damn half it. their team. That's how bad Pitt is. Well, you're not steering in this road that... Sorry, not, sorry. Yeah. Hey, register. Let's go. Let's go, go, sausage. Let Corey jump. I mean, let Ira jump. Man, he I, jumped in and screwed it all up. I was showing, uh, I was showing Kim the map. Ben sent me that map of 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 the, all the places you'll be able to buy registered sausage with this takeover with the Seminole Headlines takeover, and it's insane, man! How many places in North Florida, Georgia? Up, they're going to be up in the Carolinas. Mm. How rich are going to be because of what we've done? For do they have the? Sausage. Do we have the before map like where he we was do, in I before do, headlines? I do, I do, well, I do. that's what we send it's, to prospective uh, it's ad buyers because and, look what we've done. For, we made him. I would guess a billionaire. I, I don't know the sausage game <laughs> enough. He's but probably I, a billionaire. I assume he's close to a billionaire. But, uh, you know, and again, the product was great. The product was outstanding. Sure, but we got it out Best there sausage, But we yeah. shined a light yeah. on Register Sausage. But you can order Register Sausage at registermeats.com is the website. Uh, doesn't, we don't have a promo code right now. Haven't won a game in a minute. Maybe uh, maybe there'll be a spring football <laughs> promo code. Haven't yeah. won a but, game in a minute. But if you uh, if you live in uh, <laughs> North Florida or Central Florida over to Jacksonville, uh, you know, select locations. And if they don't have it, peaceful protest. That's all we're asking. Yeah, yeah. Set out there. It works. You saw what they did at Publix. We changed the game. At oh Publix. man, he's yeah. he's he's talking to Piggly Wiggly. Ooh. He's talking to Ooh, I mean, Piggly Wiggly. It is. It is. The Hogly, the Piggly. We're rolling. All the sausage purveyors. All right, well, that's good, and we're off and running. Yeah, it does kind of stink to have to start the show with, uh, well, there was that loss, and since the last time we saw you, there was another loss. We can just stop uh, talking about nope, basketball. Nope, we don't even have to do that. We're, we're, getting, we're getting close to spring I was football. Saying this and to the Ira yesterday, Super Bowl though, week. I was saying this yesterday to Ira, though. It said it's a testament to how good they've been and for how long they've been that good that we're this disappointed because we're not accustomed to this, man. Yeah. It is very strange to be sitting here watching big games. Like last night, Virginia beat Duke. And I picked Virginia plus 12 yesterday at the end of the show. I said, hopefully mm. you all made some money there off you me yesterday. Okay. That was an infuriating loss, by the way. But uh, not you, that had, I, you had Duke minus no, I just was, one? I just was cheering against was, Tony Bennett. It was oh, a, man. A 12 point number, though. Dagger. I had 12. I had that that's a, one. That's a, that's a supreme hatred yeah, to, to cheer for Duke at Cameron. 
just because you don't like Virginia. I mean, you don't like Tony Bennett. Yeah, that's crazy. I was all in. Okay, I almost threw my laptop. <laughs> that's tough, Ira. Man, I'm Virginia's sorry. weird. Tim's like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "Don't worry about Vir- it." Virginia won the last several years. Virginia's been weird. They start the season just like middling. They're yeah. you know four and four in the ACC, just average. But also, each of the last several years, the second half of the season, they've dominated. They've been awesome. They end up in first, second, or third of the damn league. It's you're crazy. Gonna, you're going to try to tell me that's good coaching. I'm just going to tell you yeah, that they end yeah. up. It's coincidence of nothing else. Year in and year <laughs> He's out. He's a terrible <laughs> coach in October, apparently. He just keeps winning when it matters most. So, so, But the point Jeff was <clears throat> making, we talked about yesterday on the Jeff Cameron okay, show. Okay, all right. Was... Yep. I, you, I have like, no, I don't listen to all those segments that you guys do. Why would I? I mean, I get to I get yeah. to do this for you with yeah. you guys two hours a day or two hours a week. Um, it seems like your segment has gotten much shorter. Oh, yeah. since Every, the move, yeah. I don't yeah. think that's true. Oh, well, I the think show's the show's condensed too. So I think proportionally, it's probably yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's thirty three percent less show. of the show. It's so, unbelievable. I mean, it used to be on for twenty but minutes I was on, at a time. I was on video yesterday though. Oh, oh! You were actually. The oh, yeah, was it just your time. picture from yeah, ten years yeah, ago? Yeah. All right. Well, what cool. happened was, and I'll tell you the behind the show meeting here. Here's what happened. I said to Tom, I just get this sense that Ira's not on long enough. Yeah. What can we do to satiate the Ira content? Right. Because we have less show. He's right. Yeah. So I can't be giving him all of my show, but I would like more Ira. I'd like the listeners <laughs> and others to have more Ira. And then we, you hear we that all together. the time around town. Well, yeah, yeah. And Ira's got a lot of fans. He does. And so we were talking about it. And he said, "How about what if we did video?" What okay. if we introduced the video aspect of all this, and we got not only his opinions over the airwaves on the radio, but people who were watching would get to, see, to see him, him as well. Got to see that yarn. You feel like more Ira. So the and point, that's true. The point I was making yesterday on the show that I and I I want to revisit it. I want to revi- revise it. Okay. Because oh, what Because Jeff was asking like, where do you even like where do you, how do you even look at this team right now? And my thought was, man, you just focus on twenty twenty three at this point. Yeah. Move and if ahead. you're Leonard Hamilton, you're just do everything you can to make sure all these key guys come back next season that they don't transfer go to the NBA. But then I, I talking to Ham this morning, man, he's got me revitalized. He's yeah, got me thinking that ACC tournament, that ACC tournament, you get back, you might get <clears throat> Anthony Polite back. You okay. might get Naheem McLeod back. You might but you get, weren't you weren't crushing with those guys. You were winning more than this, but you weren't blowing people but, out. You're winning by a point but, here, a three points there. But they're having narrow losses without a bunch of guys. If you get those guys back, other everybody other than Malik Osborne, I think maybe possibly could come back. Yeah, in this conference, you never know. Yeah, let's not give it up yet. Yeah, okay, that's all, all I'm right. saying. But that's a month from now, so yeah. you know, what in the are we meantime, do in the meantime, yeah, play pinochle. Yeah, I don't know. Tally who? That's, a, that's an old man answer. <laughs> Good grief! Have you ever played pinochle? Why P-knuckle? not just say die? <laughs> <laughs> play pinochle. Ta- tally who? So I'm guessing this is a Virginia fan. Oh, has weighed in. Uh and I don't know where he gets this from because it's actually the guy to my right that hates Virginia. <laughs> it's not me. I'm pointing at you. Yeah. you like- I, let, let me clarify. I don't hate Virginia. Yeah, you do. I hate the fact that Tony Bennett was rude at a press conference, I don't know, 12 years ago. And he's never forgiven him. Nope. Yeah. My wife is this way. It takes a lot to get it on her bad side, <laughs> but if you, you are, forget it. You can't it, get it off. It is over. Yeah. It is yeah. over. There's no coming back for you. Anyhow, Tally Who writes, Jeff, I know you are a UVA basketball hater. I'm not. Now, I hate watching you play because oh, 52 oh. to 50 can go to hell. But he says, I have a question for you. Does Tony Bennett do more with less and Leonard Hamilton do less with more? 
Oh, hell no. Oh, the opposite is true, my friend. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, nobody well, does not, more than what Leonard Hamilton But Tony has done doesn't here. do less with more. No, like, Tony's does. a very good coach. And they've had, and, but they've also had great players. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah that's what I'm saying. Brogdon yeah. and those guys. I mean, yeah, it's not like he's yeah. been coaching a bunch of stuff. Yeah, when he there. won the championship, he had DeAndre Hunter, NBA Kyle Guy, yeah, yeah. Ty Jerome. They're yeah. all in the NBA. That was yeah. a good team. The the Deontay yeah. kid was a big. No. Kyle Guy was came Kyle Guy's the perfect representative to me. If you're going to make the case that Florida, the Leonard Hamilton does more with less sometimes. Terrence Mann was way lower recruited than, than Kyle Guy. Correct. But it's he, that, went, it, it, he went to the NBA yeah. and he's done well, so people are like, look at all that talent. Right. Well, yeah, they, they developed him pretty amazingly. Yeah. Um, there are several guys like that. No, no, no. Uh, you, you ought not be able to, with the lack of investment at Florida State, ever win anything in basketball. And yet, year in and year out, they do. So we're just, we're just done there. They've invested more. Well, they you need couldn't to start, invest less. They need to start <laughs> investing a little NIL, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's Florida gonna have State, to uh, 26th ranked recruiting class. Yeah. Uh, which it's it's not terrible. It's between Indiana and uh, maybe Boston College. You know who's pissed off? Is but Indiana. it's a team that usually is in the top ten recruiting and not not or can be and not not even with five kids they're twenty sixth. Yeah, Kyle Guy was a McDonald's All American. Uh, so as an aside, yeah, uh, and where he did not go in the lottery. No, like uh, Devin Vassell. So I would I would note something here. Uh, Indiana's got to be the one that's devastated because you're just talking about where they are in recruiting right yeah. now. Think about IU basketball and what they were, what they represented. How much it means to those people. Uh, it's everything. Yeah. You're stuck out there in the cornfields with not a damn thing to do and got a whole no- lot of boring. you got nothing to fall got back nothing on. Else. Got, got nothing else. You've got nothing the else. The Hoosiers, VHS, doesn't even work anymore. You've got nothing else going for you if you're in Indiana. In, in Indiana. They That's, did have that mm-hmm. one baseball team with Schwar- whatever. Schwar- Kyle Schwarber, Schwarber yeah. That was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, hit home runs on the regular against us. That was unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a fun team to watch though. But yeah, that's uh so but yeah, Florida State uh they they didn't hit they they had a few big targets that they missed out on in this last recruiting cycle. And you do wonder cuz usually they got the one, right? Every year it was Isaac, it was a Beasley, a Bacon. Yeah, we're was, all worried now. It was we're Scotty worried. Barnes. In the era of NIL, we are worried. There were guys. And then uh this year, you know, they had five guys and the highest ranked one is 88th, I think, in the country. Uh still you know, he still might be awesome. Terrence Mann wasn't ranked, but uh the top 3 players in the country According to rivals, are all going to Duke? Well, the, but the thing I would the say: the top three players in the country are all going to one school. Here's what I would say though: if if Leonard Hamilton keeps these guys together, yeah, yeah, he's they're going to be perfectly fine. They're going to be as talented as anybody in the country next year. And then going forward, then he's going to have to hit the portal hard. Like I don't, he's been talking more and more. He talked about it this morning on the conference call about going more into the portal. I don't know that that can happen this year because of all the they have so many kids possibly coming back and kids coming in. But I bet you. If this team sticks together next year and Cleveland and Butler and all those guys bounce, that's when I think he would go heavy in the portal, and that's how you maybe compete with yeah. that that challenge. Because yeah, right now they're not they're not beating out. I mean, it's just if 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 some of these schools can give a kid five hundred grand or seven hundred grand legally through a nil deal, Florida State's probably not going to be able to compete in basketball or football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is kind of where we're at these days. This ends up taking over the conversation, no matter what we're talking about, whether it's a player, whether it's a, a, a you know prospective season, whether it's what's fair to anticipate for what's weird though about three years. This conversation, weirdly, just because it's a Florida State centric show, is that you know the last five years clearly Florida State has been closer to a national championship in basketball than football. And it hasn't even really been all that close. No. They can compete with the national cha- national championship contenders in basketball. They've beaten national champions in basketball. Um, so that's what, like, football, we're just I, – I just, we talked about this on the Sunday Smash. We, I just want to get them past Wake and Louisville. 
Just get them up Don't, and let. Why do you got to do this in the just first now, segment the first of step. Seminole headlines? The so first they, one. So they can't. They, no, Florida State right now cannot compete with A&M and Alabama and Georgia. But they can compete NIL-wise and be better than Louisville, almost everybody else Wake. in the conference. So do that. Just get ahead of those guys. Push those guys back down where they belong. And then you start attacking the, uh, the national powers. It's going to be important, man. It's going to be important because I don't think my sanity can handle this reoccurring. Uh, it's cover. hard, man. It's really it's I, unsettling. It's untenable. It's untenable. If you could go back and talk to us, I would say when we were complaining about those narrow losses in 14, but we came back from the future, what would you tell yourself or us? Buckle up. <laughs> what, what Buckle would, up, What cowboy. would be the warning and would we even believe you? Well, I will say this. Maybe not 14. There were all those close wins. It was ridiculous. But in 2015, I remember getting into an argument with Tom about, and I'm a little worried about where Jimbo's got this headed. And he was like, well, that seems a little soon. And it was a little bit about the culture, a little bit about some things off the field that weren't working. Quarterbacks. We had, had, we had, be, we had begun to see that. Got the yellow brick road at practice. Got the <laughs> right. there were Derwin things. telling him to put his heart into the players. Well, no, promissory well, that was promissory notes. That was 16. That was 16. That was 16. But we were headed that towards promissory notes. That was for all the world notes. to see yeah. on that great Showtime show. So all of that was unsettling. All of that was really difficult to kind of, to you know, obviously to stomach. Um, but I thought we were headed in the wrong direction. I couldn't have known. You didn't know the direction was like into a pit right, of right, fire. Right. I thought I thought that we were moving in a direction where we would start to seriously question Jimbo. And I remember what started one of the things that started the argument in fifteen was that I said, You watch, every year we get further removed from Jameis, this is gonna come up more. And he was like, Well, that's ridiculous. He recruited all these other guys and da da da. I'm like, I'm just telling you, let's uh, wait, let's wait and see. Yeah, By the way, are, that's a very loud conversation at A and M and everywhere else these days, right? That short of having a preternaturally great quarterback, um, what's my man done? Yeah. He's he can recruit eight nine games. Yeah. So anyhow, that. But I thought that's where we were headed. Not you're going to have sub five hundred seasons. You're going to get beat routinely by the middling to lesser tier programs. You're going to question your ACC. career choice. Like, do you still want to do this anymore? Ira did that multiple times right beside me this past year. <laughs> not not this past season as much as the year before. Well, maybe no, early, the, what, man, early that, last season, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Louisville game when it was thirty one to seven. But so I did want to because I caught. Some of the Sunday Smash with you guys on. Mm-hmm. You can watch it at War Chant TV if you go to YouTube. Uh, the topic about somebody brought up Baylor, and I want to I, I want to discuss this topic of comparing FSU to other programs and other situations. Can we do that in this segment, or do we? Well, need we got to wait till the, the second segment. segment, but we can gladly do that here because I like to. do I've got this some too. some things I got to get off my chest. Well, it's annoying. Time. It's Ooh, annoying it because chest. it's not it's All not right. apples to apples, and it rarely is when people mm-hmm. use the example. Sure, sure. That one particularly. Is ridiculous. All right. Well, we'll get those particulars. Seems like he just gave the tease away. Like well, I, well, people I think were we like, knew it, we knew where it was. It kind of felt like that, but yeah. he gave it away. He could have been like, I wonder if I agreed with that take and disagreed. <laughs> he usually he usually brings up things he agrees with, right? Like I just wanted to chime in and tell how much I agreed with everyone. Similar headlines. Thirty three three. Real Talk Radio. War Chant TV continues in a moment. How you doing there, podcasters? Good. Good to hear it. Listen, <laughs> if you're if you're wondering uh, for you know for a good place to eat. Watch a game, have a cold beer, enjoy a lot of choices. We suggest Horizons Bar and Grill. Maybe even run into us. You Could might happen. see us. Could you Horizons. and I especially. Yes. I or, mean, I'm there once a week, I think. When I'm in town, I'm there. Stephanie and I are there. Great place. Cold beer, hot women, everything you want in a uh, – I probably shouldn't have said that. Well, it's or okay. Hot I, beer and cold women. <laughs> whatever you're into. I, I, like, I like the good-looking ladies, too. That's sure, all right. But, but even if that's uh, not your thing, I'll be there. I'm a good-looking guy. And we would all agree, great food. Legitimately, the most good important food. part of this ad is the great food. It's great food. They got TV, sports bar. They got that vibe, but beer, food, 
everything you could want. And most importantly, again, other than uh, the food, is that there is at least, I'd say, a 35% chance one of us would be there. And you get the mac and cheese bites. And you can get those shrimp tacos, which yeah. are the king. Uh, and, you get the, you've gotten healthy on me lately. You I eat the hummus. You eat the, I hummus. Get the hummus. Who eats really that? Good. He I, does. At Horizons I, I, Bar I know I like hummus. Maybe I go. don't, but Horizons got some great hummus. But you look for them on their website. You can see their happy hour specials. Uh, just a great place to hang out. And it's and if you want to like a little upscale dinner, you yeah. can go in there for that as well. It's at Bannerman Crossing at the... Uh, Right off of Thomasville Road and Bannerman uh, up there on the northeast Tallahassee. Tell them headlines sent you. Well, the important thing is support the people who help support Seminole Headlines. That's Horizons Bar and Grill. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. You've got a floppy hat? Yeah, yeah, I bought it for myself because I knew I'd be out here covering practice and I got to protect the dome. You got a little time, man. It's February 8th. No, I know, but I've already bought it. I've already got it. I just don't know the name of it. I'll bring it. I'll wear it next uh, next time I'm in here. You're really pumped about it? You know, I am. I want to show it off. You should do like Bowden used to do. And as you're walking off the Stand practice field. on the field, tower? No, sign it. And as you're walking off the practice field, throw it, somebody. throw it to the other media. Throw it to the guy, throw doing, to the the Rick, the guy the, doing the rickshaw. <laughs> the players. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, what is this? Okay. <laughs> like gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea. Gymnance. We didn't even bring that up the other day. Like, Didn't we talk about his stupid self-portrait that he yes. has in his house? <laughs> But the fact that he, he – apparently it was a tradition to the kid he liked best in the Final Four, he would take off his necktie and give it to him. It's yeah, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. parting gift. Bill, um, Billis is now giving away his sneakers. It's like, man, I don't want your sneakers. Well, but he probably only wear them once, right? Probably, then, but still, but man. I'd, I'd take a sneaker over Jim Nance's necktie. <laughs> One dude, I love that Jim Nance thinks that you would want, yeah. or that anybody would want. His, Unbelievable! His it's great. Uh, Mark, thank you so much. As always, he writes Jeff. The JCS golf tournament should be epic. We'll come up from Naples if anybody needs a fourth. Well, come on up, Mark. I'm sure. Somebody are you? Will. Uh, are you playing in that? Or are you going to be? Of course, I'm playing. In that. Okay, are you? I think so. I think I'm going to be uh, like a an observer. I, I think I'll be like hang out at like the twelfth hole. You know, so one of the don't they do that at these golf tournaments too? Like Jimbo didn't play around; he would sit there at the twelfth hole and like take pictures with people. Oh, yeah, Jimbo yeah. did not do that, but Mike Martin did. I went to an, an FCA tournament one time where they he was at a par three, mm. and like par he'll hit the, your pars, he'll hit your shot for you. Well, one of the things I think it was like he Pain. would he would shoot every group that came. He would shoot it with a foursome. Oh, and I think there might have been like if you beat him closer to the pin or whatever. Right, right, dude. My man was automatic. Oh, well, yeah, I bet, no, yeah. no, no. especially at that course. In I his bet. prime, by the way, yeah. he could he could swing it. <laughs> it That's why he liked it. It's fun for people that are good at it. That's <laughs> yeah. why they want to do it a lot. Well, you got to work at it. Yeah, well, even still. But no, so uh, gotta, I, I'll be there. I'll be there in some capacity. I'm not yeah. getting there at eight forty five in the morning. Uh, well, I knew that would be too early for you. That's why we scheduled it. When I we feel did. like if I get there around twelve thirty, one o'clock, I can at least be in the nineteenth hole. Welcoming people as they get off, you know, ask them how they hey did. Hey guys, welcome! You're welcome. Good hey, to welcome to welcome okay. to the night. Yeah, Hope I, you enjoyed your round. That'll be my role, probably. Oh, if if Mark or James B or Ray Pereira throws some money at you guys on on uh, Wake Up, I, you, think I should have to you, play with you, them. You'll, you'll be playing with them. Well, I mean, you look. I'll do anything for enough money. Apparently, <laughs> and that includes so that includes playing golf with people. Sure. All yeah. right. So that'll be fun, and that's April fifteenth. And thank you for those that. Uh, for those that uh, mention, and Mark mentioned specifically that it will be fun. It's going to be fun. It's hey, I had it for fourteen years. Yeah, and you, I never ever got invited, not once, not even like as a hey, do you want to just come hang out? You with were me never afterwards? not well, here, invited. I think it was oh, that's great. I was yeah. never not invited. That's well, perfect. the problem was if you invite you or me, then we might have to play with somebody in their foursome, which is going to li- limit their abilities probably to have to, a chance to win. Yeah, well, event. True, true. So I, that's the downside. Yeah. But, 
But I told Gene if somebody's willing to take me on my team, on their team, I will. Okay. All right. So, so you were listening to the Sunday Smash, correct? And it bothered you that somebody compared our football program to uh, Baylor. Well, just the you know the question in the question uh, the current well, basically was if Dave Aranda has already had the success in year two. Can we just say Mike Norvell's been a failure? And I just feel like that that is – and the guy who asked the question, we interact sometimes on Twitter. I don't have a problem with him. I just – the comparison stuff just drives me nuts because every situation, like you said, is not apples to apples. And you guys addressed this on the show, but I wanted my chance to. Um, but it's just that it's it's particularly that one. I mean, Baylor two years ago, when Dave Aranda took over, Matt Rule got hired by the NFL because that program was operating at such a high level. It was one of the best teams in the country – and the only down thing they've had since then was they went one in seven or whatever during the COVID during year, the COVID year yeah. which is, I don't know, what, I mean, that's more on Dave Aranda than it is on the state of the program, but it was also a bunch of close games. Like, I looked at their schedule. They lost a lot of, like, one-score games. So whatever happened, they didn't have a good COVID year. They come back last year and have a really good year, but he inherited a program that was in great shape. It was coached by a guy that was maybe one of the best two or three college coaches in the country who got pursued by the NFL, by a bunch of NFL teams. Florida State, in the position that Mike Norvell inherited, is completely different. And we're at the point now where, to me, I think we should focus on data points. You know, did Mike Norvell, like, did Mike Norvell assemble a good staff? We can discuss that. Did he uh, assemble a good off-field staff? We, two years now, we can, we can address those issues. Did he do a good job with personnel? Has he brought in the right players? Is he evaluating well with the young players? Like, is it game-time decisions? game day decisions, how he handles losses and wins. Like those are all things we can evaluate and we should evaluate those. And they're not all positive. There's been mistakes. He's made missteps, but the comparison stuff, we can move on. I just, that yeah, but it, I there's think, no relevance to that. I agree with you, but I also think fewer and fewer people are doing it. It's usually just a, a kind of a lazily suggested thing. It's not really a lot of people do it. Um, they do it. I think we're getting, we become prisoners of the moment because they do it on a message board or they do it on a show like The Smash or they do it on a show like Simple Headlines, and it's a commenter. But it's not really representative of most logical people who've taken a step back and looked at just how far off base Florida State was from where it needed to be, right? Like if you looked at where Norvell, when Norvell came in, you were like, well, good Lord, they have fallen off a cliff these last three years. This is problematic. This is going to take a little while to, to improve. It's going to take a couple of years, and then you, to your point, it was sliding from mm. 2014 on. Yes, down, 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 yes. down, and he got here in 2020. Right, and then you had the early signing period and COVID right. the following year. So you're you're really screwed, and that's why the arguments we were having then were very different than what we're having now. The arguments we were having then was what is reasonable to expect. Like Corey and I disagreed vehemently. Uh, and obviously, I disagree with Aslan, who thinks every year should be a ten-win season. Where I'm like, <laughs> look, man, we're, accurate, we're not but... really close to being able to do that. that. Those players aren't any good. And I was yelling that from the mountaintop, like these players aren't any good. And people shot back. Well, look at the class ranking. Well, how many of those guys are here? And how many of those guys did they work out? And how many of them were signed during the early signing period? Because most of those guys don't work out. And so we were having that discussion. And then when some, were, you know, we ended up kind of meeting in the middle somewhere along the way. We're like, okay, they could be a little bit better. They certainly shouldn't lose to Jacksonville State. Right. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, and so we, we would agree on that, and then we'd say, okay, but they are a ways off from being a 10- or 11-win team. Now, I do think the rubber meets the road this upcoming year. I do think right. while we can agree that it was a longer rebuild than many of us would have wanted, they have to show real appreciable signs of growth this year. They have to. That's Look. my problem with the people who – or like, well, six and six may have to do. I mean, that I just don't think that's going to work. For, but, you know, for no, unless there's a catastrophic injuries and Rodemaker has to be your quarterback, and they're they're extenuating circumstances. But no, like, 
you've also like you know, and you guys know how I feel about Jordan Travis. I legitimately think this team might have won one or two games the last two years without him. Um, you know, you put all your eggs in that basket, and that's a big decision for a head coach to do that. Like there were there were possibilities out there that you probably could have pursued, but you didn't, or it wasn't appealing enough to those quarterbacks to come. And so now it's you know it's kind of Jordan Travis or bust that we we all think they're going to get a quarterback in the portal, but it's not going to be somebody that. Uh, is an All-American candidate. It's not going to be somebody that you probably is going to predict is going to beat out Jordan Travis. It's going to be a depth signing. Yeah, and it's going to be somebody who doesn't have the spring to to but, work through. So, you know, my point with this whole program right now is, look, yeah, I think the defense will be uh, probably... Uh, it's not going to be better. It's not going to be better, but I don't think it's going to... It's not going to be an embarrassment. It shouldn't it's, fall... It, it shouldn't, shouldn't be, fall apart. It should be closer to 2021 than 2020. Correct. Uh, the offense has to get appreciably better. The offense has been bad. For two straight years, it is not a. a it, that's one of the reasons he was hired. I mean, he had the number one, number two scoring offense in the country, and it just has not materialized here for a lot of reasons. But man, you you better start scoring some points because if you if you can average six or seven more points a game, which you, you have everybody coming back, and you believe in this quarterback, if that happens, then you're probably going to win eight or nine. Games. And you bring in a bunch of transfers. You got a bunch of transfers, so that that has to happen. The offense has to get better, and that goes back really to the quarterback conversation. You believe in this dude. And I think when he's healthy, he's proven he's easy to believe in. But, man, that's tenuous. That's tenuous with where the quarterback depth chart is right now. Uh, and it's the most important position in sports. Man, if he stays healthy and has a special year or a really good year, you have a really good year. If he's average, if he doesn't get any better than what he's been, um, which is a, a good oh, oh, Goodish quarterback in college football, but he wasn't one of the top three in the no, ACC. No, but by the far the best option you had. Absolutely. Right. But – um, that I you know you that that's a that's a big decision that's been made about Jordan Travis, and I hope he lives up to the belief that this coaching staff has has shown in him. Well, I hope he does too, because I don't have the same belief you do, for example, in him. But I am rooting for him, and I agree with Ira. It's the best option you had. Yeah. Now he could have done something about that along the way, and that's to your point, which is he's decided not to. He's all in on him. He better play well. Offensive line will be the best it's been since he's been here. They went out and got receiving weapons on the receiving core. If they, if it's not appreciably better, as I just alluded to, then that's on Mike. And based look based on what we saw in the last six seven games last season, I feel like with a better offensive line and better receiver play, Jordan Travis is going to be good enough to get you to where you need to be on offense this year. And if he can take a leap, that. like he, his progression's been like this. So if it if it doesn't level off for the folks. Listening on the podcast, what I did with my arm was I went up <laughs> at an angle, about a forty-five degree angle, and then, you, and then you evened it out, and then I kind of evened it out, plateaued. Yeah, you're saying a little he bit. can't do that. You we, need him to keep. Well, you want this. him to keep climbing. If he Which, plateaus, again, nobody can see as they're driving down the road. Right. Exactly. Need him. Yeah. Thank like, you. He needs Thank to be you. upwardly mobile. You want one of us to like commentate is what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so here we so go. He's got to be coming up, taking off, but he raising, can't do that. He he's raising it about a forty-five degree angle. Now, God forbid, if we go back to the starting line, he starts doing that. What am I doing here? What are we going down? We're going down. We're going down. Crashing. Crash landing. Plane is into the side of the mountain yeah. at that point. Um, or the bottom of the mountain with the way that thing yeah, is going. Yeah, was um, <laughs> So yeah, so I, I, if he can continue to improve and become, because he was he was good for Florida State, but was he a a a good ACC quarterback? I think there were stretches where he was really good, uh, but he still has some learning to do, some work to do. But he's also he's got 15 starts now in him. You like what he is. I th- I, I just think, would, I would I argue... believe in the guy. I I really do. I believe that he got he showed he showed what he could be. I think that Miami game was huge. I think they win that Florida game if he doesn't get knocked out. But he got knocked out, and that happens. And 
you now have a depth chart where if that happens again, you're done. What are you doing? Well, I would argue that the games where he did not play well, it was because of their, and I'm not saying it was all on them, but it was partly on him, but mostly on the games where they got dominated up front. Yeah, and the receivers couldn't go and big I, plays. But I well, don't even remember the, a game. those areas should be improved this year. What was a game other than Clemson? What was a game he didn't play like play poorly? I don't I don't know that he had one. May, you could say Notre Dame, but he put up twenty eight in that game and was dry. You know, had well, him in the midfield again. And Kyle Hamilton's a freak. Like he had two crazy interceptions that no other safety in the country has. He didn't play great. It was mostly the stuff. <clears throat> it was mostly the stuff in the first half of the season where they were. Mixing him yeah. in with McKenzie, and it was just he wasn't in a good frame of mind. You could tell he just he didn't he knew that everybody wanted McKenzie to play, and I think that affected his uh, ability to play. Well, we don't have to relitigate last year because we could go game by game. I thought he had great moments. I thought he had some really sour moments, and I thought he was middling by and large. So now he's got the opportunity, and we're all rooting for that. I know that both as a fan, I'm rooting for that, and then collectively we at WarChant.com and on the Jeff yes, Cameron Show absolutely. would like to see this work. The one thing I would say, though, about the quarter, as we judge that quarterback decision, we'll, we'll be talking about this topic now for, I don't know, eight, nine, ten more months probably. Maybe 20 more months. <laughs> but it, it's not like they could have just added somebody and that would have been the end of the the situation. It's not like they could have gone out and gotten Brad Johnson's kid or whoever and then just it's just an addition. Like there's a decent chance Jordan maybe might have bounced. Yeah. You know, I mean because you're telling him Two years in a row now, you don't believe in him. Well, that's brought the decision that else. would have been made. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. So, that's the decision they would have made. So now you probably have to bring in another backup too because if Jordan bounces, you can't just have Tate as your backup. And AJ, I guess. Yeah. So I'm just saying there's repercussions. It's not like, to me, it was a complicated decision. They're riding with Jordan, but it's not as if they could have just picked somebody else to to come in and 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 they you would have had both of them. I yeah. No, I I think you have to gauge the situation. Like, were you going to go all in on recruiting over Jordan and try to bring in two right. guys, try to bring in a, a stud and somebody else? And, and you're just cutting your, your cutting bait with Jordan. On, right. Or it was. Okay, listen, uh, Jordan's not ideal, but he's the best we got, and he is getting better. Can I find somebody that's a viable backup without pissing him off? And at the same time, do I really need to be worried about pissing him off? Well, I guess I do, because if he transfers, then we're in real trouble here. So, yeah, you would have had to go all in on recruiting over him. And you don't know who would have been, you know, yeah. amenable to that. You yeah. know, I, I don't know. How, I mean, it's not like Florida State is the destination it once was. So a lot of the upper-end guys that you would have clearly said, I'll take over Jordan, those guys are looking at schools that are kicking ass. Yeah, I don't, I don't They're looking at us. <clears throat> I don't think they said no to Caleb Williams. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> because that, of Jordan that would have been Travis. a mistake. Yes, yeah. correct, <laughs> yes. correct. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. No matter what happens with this upcoming football season, at least I know in spring, you'll have a new floppy hat. All right, yeah. But you guys, man. I'm going to add to the. I, I, listen, I got to do it too. Yeah. Balls it gets, and this guy's catching us. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, catching us quick. I mean, soon. Those, those seven strands up there are not blocking yeah. as much They're as hanging they tough. used to. They're like, come on, hold. <laughs> well, the problem is, the problem with having thinning hair is I can't even, like, slather it with, like, sun protection stuff. What am I oh, going to do? No, so I got to get a hat, yeah, too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're going to wear a hat. You, you we, carry a hat well, so do I. This guy struggles with hats. But the floppy hat may be different. Line. And you've admitted that. It's not a knock. I didn't struggle with it when I had hair, but the bald, the bald, I don't know. It screws the way I wear a hat. I don't know. 
It shouldn't. It, it looks like you've never worn a hat. Sometimes. I know. I used when to you love put a hat hats. on. I'm like, I don't think he's ever put a hat on <laughs> before. I should unfamiliar tell him. territory. I don't know what to say because I don't want to embarrass him. We're out here now, standing on the sidelines, but that hat's kind of half cocked. Well, wait till you see Wait's, that floppy. It's well, gonna the be floppy's going to work. It's game changer. I think the floppy does work. Yeah. yeah. I've thought about a floppy before, but I, I think it's hard to pull off a floppy here because of Bobby. How about a cowboy cowboy hat? Ooh, ten gallon uh, like cat, ten gallon hat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, now that. Imagine your boy <laughs> rolling out to practice in a 10-gallon hat every day. Norvell's from so you, Texas. He you'd might have like to it. do it every day. Like At first, it'd be funny. We'd all yeah. be yucking it up. But then the next day, there you are, standing there in jeans with your 10-gallon hat. Like It's an all-new year. Before, Can you imagine how hot it is under that <laughs> before thing? Before you ask a question, you like, I, I yeah, off it. Do yeah. I, I don't take it off. I just like, coach no Co- coach, coach Norville. Yeah. Corey Clark. Every time a yeah. woman trainer woman out there, I, <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, yeah, 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 ma'am, yeah, just keep doing. You that. You could sure. fake a southern accent. You could start pulling it off, like uh, our boy Brian Kelly. Oh like, yeah. If you start doing that and you stay in character, yeah, the you whole have time. to be unwaveringly. Yeah. Is so it the yellow Alabama slammer <laughs> himself? <laughs> it would be no. How great would it be? Coach Norvell. Coach Norvell. Corey Clark. <laughs> Good to see you again, sir. Warchant.com. I'm just curious. <laughs> he didn't, And he didn't get the guy he dirty danced with. No, I know. That's too bad for Brian Kelly. That's, oh, wow. So he danced. And, that's uh, weird that that it, kid chose to go elsewhere. <laughs> can't believe it. He yeah, was, yeah. That was crazy. He found it a little awkward. <laughs> yeah, he's little, like, I don't know if I want my coach doing this. That's one thing I will give Norvell. We haven't seen that. We have not, not seen. Not to that degree. No and way. And Mike, if nope. you're listening, please. Please don't do it. Don't do it, man. Keep your dignity, even if you lose your job. Here's the thing. For all we know, Norvell is an incredible dancer. I mean, he was a college oh, athlete, right? Yeah, he might knows? be a good dancer. So if if he makes... If and he had cornrows. And he had cornrows. So but he doesn't he, strike me as a guy who wants to dance. But sometimes. if he did like a, a, a mock-up of what Brian Kelly did, like started off now, behind be the guy funny. and then oh, like hey. pushed him off and just did his own, <laughs> did like, his solo own thing. dance, yeah. I think people would enjoy that and that would be funny. But d- to do what Brian Kelly does is awkward and awful and not funny. Well, funny in a laughing at you sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, we're mocking him. But if Norvell was in on the joke, I think uh, I think people would like Jimbo, that. Jimbo's dance, he just comes in with just bags of cash, and then they just yeah. the, the NIL dance. Yeah, it's actually, like, actually uh, would be funny. That would be that him would, yeah, in the moment. If he did the you know, uh, like, like, decent proposal, or they do the he lays in the <laughs> bed with the recruit, and they yeah. just pour cash on each other. <laughs> With a well, that's the <laughs> I'd like him to be in the wind tunnel where the cash. Oh, there you yeah, go. They're, they're all the two of them are together. Standing, yeah, they're all just catching the cash. Then he could smile and point at the camera. How good would that be? Actually, but the wind tunnel is just one of those big PGA Tour checks <laughs> with a million dollars written on it. And they just, just grab it. They can tackle it. <laughs> then they both revel in it. Yeah, Joel, thank you so much. Good Lord, Joel, that is and way too kind. Joel if Davis my, is coming correct. Joel's had a good month. JD. Uh, if Mike Norvell can put up 30 points a game with uh, limited O-line, wide receiver, and quarterback play, just imagine what he's going to be able to do with the right guys. It's right. time to get the right guys here. Well, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, that's what we want. I don't want to keep imagining. <laughs> I don't want to have to continue to wonder and <laughs> right, fantasize about what that would look let's, like. Let's I want to see it. I want it to be. We feel like they're heading in the right direction, right, yeah. with this yeah. portal hall. Not perfect guys right now, but, but, but good enough. But good, better. Yeah, good, better guys, yes. Well, I know they've got a better receiver right off the bat. The kid from West Virginia is a yes. bona fide wide receiver. He, yeah. he has done it at the Power 5 level. Yeah. He's been productive. There's no reason for him not to come in here and be much better. That would reflect poorly on Mike. It would reflect poorly on Jordan Travis. It would reflect poorly on this yeah. offense if that if he's not even close to as productive as he's been. And I think Pittman and Wilson have a really good chance as I well. Spans, the, Span, to me, is the most wild card of the wild card. I think, I think the other two, Wilson's not hurt. Uh, I think he'll be productive. I think Micah Pittman will definitely be productive. The span one is odd, I'll be honest with you. Hey, hold if, on, hold on. Oh, the, the good news, I'm with you. Five catches, you're like, mm, okay. Yeah. 
But again, the more you read and the more you hear about people's assessment of that kid is that that upside, and it okay. is just that, that that upside is really high. Tall and fast. Really tall, really fast, and is probably the best athlete of that bunch. And if you don't get a quarterback transfer. Nope, you, nope, he's you, not a quarterback. Well, he was a quarterback, No, but that's though, right? the whole argument. It's one of the reasons he's not at Illinois. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, yeah. you could, you at least have. He's an emergency quarterback. I was going to say, would you rather, and this is no shot at I Tate Rodemaker, but if it comes down to Tate Rodemaker or this kid to run the offense you run with Jordan Travis, would you rather this kid be running a little zone well, read? we're pretty Just, well screwed if this is the. Uh, I know. Hey, you're right. You're right. Hey, Joel Davis, though, you're the man. You are the man. Thank you, buddy. That's very, very Thank kind. Thank you, Joel. Uh, yeah, Too no, kind. no, I'm, I'm really excited. Now, it sounds like we're always dour, like that we're so sour on the, what this, or at least maybe people think I am. No, I mean we did. We had fun with the W's and L's the other day, and I went seven and five. Um, that's not to suggest they couldn't go eight and four. I mean, there's a lot of these fifty-fifty games. They're going to have to. You're going to branch they're... out even eight and four, huh? I, I'm not going nine and three. I okay. don't think they're that. Yeah. But I think they can go eight and four. And what about and... nine and four? What about nine wins if you include a bowl? And they go nine and four. That's I mean that's that feel pretty doable. good. That would feel that's like a doable. step forward. It right. would. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And they need to take the step forward. Yeah. And mainly because even if you say like, okay, listen. They're not firing Mike after this year, which I don't believe they would unless it was sub Unless they lose to Duquesne. Well, if they're 5-7 and seven or 4-8 and eight or something, maybe they'd have to entertain the idea of doing that. They don't want to have to do that. So he's going to give the benefit of the doubt on any middling season or whatever. But what he would really be doing is screwing himself because there'd be he'd be a dead man walking the following year. Sure. And that's I don't want that. I don't want a, a foregone conclusion. I don't want a year where we're like, okay, we're just playing out the string here, guys. Right. Uh, because if you go seven and five or six and six, you're not going to have access to the kinds of kids you need to transform the program where we all want it to be. And so he's got to show any potential big time recruits that this thing is definitely headed in the right direction. There can be no acquiescing. There can't be anybody going, well, I'm not so sure. This has to be a year where they know, okay, good. He's got it together. Here we go. What percentage do you guys think, um, that when you're talking about a recruit, like a, the top 60 player in the country, the 58th player in the country, what percentage of his decision comes down to NIL versus coaching staff winning season? Every type kid's thing? different, certainly, but I mean, uh, just on the average, what uh, NIL? Yeah, I don't think I don't think mm. if 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 I'm a guy in, in the top sixty in the country, I don't think I'm taking an NIL deal at a bad school or at a program that's bad that I can't. I'm not going to be seen. I'm going to be on a, a two and ten team that's not going anywhere with poor coaching. Like if if FAU showed up. With five hundred grand, I don't think I'm. I what don't if think FAU's kids are in rival that, that site game. offered you five hundred grand? How many years of the contract? <laughs> Three. But my, well, you but, could but trade for after a year. But that's yeah. the point, though. It's like it, their their ability to get to the NFL is pers- it's 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 helped by being sure. part of a better program. Yeah. So you're it's not going to go. It's a long term decision versus a short term decision. Right. I think in some of those. But I don't. I guess my point being, it's not all NIL. You go to F. You you know you can get the NFL through FSU. I mean, it's not like you're choosing FAU over LSU if you choose FSU over LSU. But we talk about, you know, I just brought it up because Jeff was talking about six and six, seven and five isn't going to show these recruits what you're doing. And I'm like, man, I'm not being uh, cynical. I'm not being just the point, the counterpoint guy. I don't know how much that matters anymore. If you are a name program that goes from, is anywhere from six and six to nine and three, you're not one and 11. And you're offering more money than a team that's gone nine and three and three think, years in a row. I think that matters. But well, I, I just don't think I don't think I don't think the difference of what the NIL opportunities are going to be is going to be that wide. You know, if, if a kid is 
a kid that Florida State's got a chance to get, and they're going to offer him whatever it is. I don't know that Alabama or LSU is going to be is going to offer a guy who's not one of the top ten players in the country. I don't yeah. think they're getting million dollar deals. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think it's going to be more in line. That's why I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't think it. Yeah, is Florida State going to be able to offer what USC and Texas A and M and Texas can offer? No. no. But can they offer what? Everybody else below them, I think they can get there. Yeah, that's, I think they're on the same they got to get that buttoned up. Yeah. That's what I mean. That has to get buttoned up. The laws have to be in concert with yeah. all of this that we're talking about. Obviously, we all know that has to change. No, but it's like, not like Texas A&M can sign a no, thousand kids. No, right, they still right. can only sign twenty. No, you're going to get yeah. So listen, Marvin Jones Jr. We could not get him, unfortunately, even as a legacy, because Georgia and Alabama were willing to do that much more. And at the end of the day, whatever affinity he had for Florida State or the fact that his dad played there wasn't enough. To, to win out, uh, and Florida State's going to lose. But, but different well. kids have different perspectives. Right, sure, yeah, yeah. But but you're going to lose out on those kinds of kids. We're not competing without the frustration, and this is why we get back to the big picture conversation. Is we're no longer competing with the kinds of players that can be paid off by Georgia and Alabama because we're not in the conversation. If the Spanx lady got involved, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that's a game changer. Uh, obviously, we've been waiting on that one. <laughs> it's been put, a minute. Put her in a call, buddy. <laughs> Simple Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. The Joel Davis Show is back. <laughs> Thank you, Joel, uh, who has doubled down on the kindness. And for that, we are greatly appreciative. By the way, I, so I'll answer what he wrote here. He noted that he's no marketing expert, but that you guys could probably raise some serious cash with a meet and greet for all of your fans. Well, we do do that. We, we do that as often as possible. I mean, we're not hard to find. At the beginning of I every think, year, uh, uh, we've done the— You have a charity golf tournament coming uh, up. We yep. do, and we've done the Jeff Cameron Show, uh, you know, 
listener bowling appreciation tournament. party. We do the bowling tournament. Uh, you and I do a show on Fridays for home games at Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. We Anybody's think we might do one for uh, before game. the spring game, yeah. the, the Friday before the spring game. That's uh, Come out and, and join us. That's we did a Seminole fun. Headlines get-together at Horizons. Anybody could have come out to that? I mean, yeah. we do offer up. A lot of people did come out yeah, to it. It was, it was great. Good time. It was great. We will meet and greet you. Yeah. That's the thing. We're not going to just say, it's yeah, not man, what's usual, up? Just and then casual, walk off. like, hey, how you doing? Hey, listen, we met. Yeah, it's not like that. No, we'll there's still be a little talk. bit of a we'll ask some questions yeah, yeah. to you, and and even if Corey doesn't care what your answer is, I'm, I, I, my eyes are glazed over as soon as you start He's yapping. Like, please don't look at me. <laughs> yeah, please. I, don't, I want to get out of here. That's his rule. But, not for I you, mean, Joel Davis. Know. Joel Davis, buddy, we'll do a meet and greet just with you. Just tell us where to be. Just tell us where to be, man. Yeah. Um, but thank you very much. Thanks, thank man. Thanks, JD. Uh, JD, Corey may gaze into your eyes for at length with this recent uh, contribution. I mean, sure. I like, to, <laughs> I like to gaze into things, I guess. <laughs> you guys been watching the Winter Olympics? That's exciting, huh? What a great oh, my the least gracious. watched Olympics I've ever in my lifetime. The Olympics like, have been trending in that direction for some time, Corey. I do like, uh, I think it's the ski jump, which I apparently is, the, is yeah. right next to Chernobyl. Like they have those, they have a nuclear reactor. I, it has to be. I don't know what else those pipes would Chernobyl's be. Chernobyl's in China. Well, it looks like a Chernobyl, a, a Chernobyl part. I don't. Just I can't say, name are we another. We just gonna walk around mispronouncing Chernobyl. Chernobyl. You're just pissing me off over and over. Great, it's, in, great, it's in China. It's yeah. in China. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great HBO show, by the way. Yes, it is. Chernobyl. I've seen it. It's great. Um, uh, but uh, it, I mean, it has to be. A, I can't name another nuclear reactor. That's a, I mean, Three Mile, three mile Island. Island. I guess yeah. those. Those yeah. are the two. The ones that work, we never know their <laughs> names. Say, it's you like don't want to know any of the other names. It's like long snappers. You only know their names when they snap it over the yeah. putter's head. Yeah. But if we're going to just talk about random Netflix shows, you brought up the Chernobyl one. So get back. HBO, get it right. All right, or HBO. Whatever. Have you watched it all? I've watched some. I've all. watched two of the three episodes. Man, it's, it's kind of like it sent me down like a hundred different rabbit holes, which is... Unfortunate. It's time consuming. Very time consuming is the and problem. And it's taken me on this emotional journey where I've gone from like one minute I'm like mad at George Harrison, one minute I'm mad at John back. Lennon. Oh yeah, yeah. One minute I'm mad at the more you watch, the more you're going to do that. By the way, and it's and it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. And yeah, I'm not even like what? a huge Beatles fan, well, but let it's, me tell you it's a lot. As a huge Beatles fan, I can tell you one thing that I take away: the reported acrimony during the making of this album is a much to do about nothing. It's not it's, nearly as contentious as all of the periodicals I read through the years. It's underlying. Making, and that's yes. and it's actually I just one of my rabbit holes I went and listened to an interview with um uh the director Sean Lennon. I did I I found yeah. that. Yeah, he's but, with Baron. You can listen to that. It's really Oh, good. is yeah, he really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't WTF, seen that. It's really good. But um there's an interview with McCartney and, and Lennon's son was saying that he liked watching it because of that. He's like oh, as I'm watching it, it does yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I it's have, underlying. You can feel it underneath. Oh, they were ready to be done for right. a while. They were ready to take a break for a while. But the, the only thing I'd say is like they made it sound like the Rolling Stone article that came out not long after that, right. and then subsequent articles over the years. Well, his added interview to the legacy of this supposed like cantankerous. Right. They can barely get along. Yeah, can't stand looking at each other. They really other. like playing music together. I was going to say they cool got along just fine. I mean, right. yes, we're going to have creative differences. I want to do this. You want to do that. Well, I'm so and so. Well, you're so and so. We're going to have this debate. But, you know, I mean, I don't think it was nearly as acrimonious as the, the article. It's cool, though. I, I don't ever hear – you haven't even gotten there yet because you've only watched two parts. But the, the song Get Back, which mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a medium fan of, yeah. I don't ever have to hear that again. I mean, they play that thing 50 times. and Not, not from start to finish, but the, the start it of it out. just yeah. – oh, it's like, But oh. I do like to watch – It's cool. on a wall and watch how but the song But I would have liked to have seen Let It Be. Like, Let It Be, I'll never get tired of. Get Back, it's like, I don't I – don't, this is done. Quit. Quit playing the song, please. I can't, I can't wait till we get to that part of our career 
where like when the mic goes off, we just sit here and yell at each other <laughs> yeah. and just bicker. Like, well, that, that's people don't do. know. Can I get you talking about my floppy hat? Yeah, Can we not <laughs> talk about football? Yeah. Let me tell you something. Crying out loud. There's been a couple of transition years that people don't know that we didn't arrive at this greatness yesterday. Right. Like It took some time. Sure. I remember years ago, I thought it was over, guys. I remember walking out of the studio one day and slamming the door thinking, that's it. Yeah. I can't deal with Corey anymore. I can't deal with him. Corey. And I texted Ira. I was like, can you talk to him? He's like, let's listen, everybody cool Just calm down. Let's take a week off. Why don't you call him tomorrow night? Tomorrow night should be enough time. Yeah. Well, you had had that transcendental meditation period that you had to go through. You're always trying to talk to me about it. I "I don't care about your meditation. Yeah, and the ukulele I wouldn't stop playing in the middle of the show. All that stuff mattered. I get it. But still, we, we made it through, and look where we are now. When we break up, we'll all be millionaires, at least from what we've done here. Well, that's because we saw we saw it through. Yeah. yeah. You know, I learned about your little idiosyncrasies, and I forgave them. Oh, I don't think you need to forgive me for you know, them. They and, make and me who I am. I get that I have Piccadillys as well. You and do. And Ira has forgiven mine. Have you, And Ira? we collectively have forgiven Ira we're, for all that he brings to the table. Working through it. <laughs> the he doesn't forgive easy, as we established earlier in the show. <laughs> Tony Bennett had one transgression. That was seven years ago. That was the Malik Beasley year. You that know, was literally the Malik Beasley year. That was six years ago. He's still pissed off about it. My son just texted me that Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and Justin Holiday, Justin Holiday got traded to the Kings for Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. The best part of that is Brady's currently in English class. <laughs> yeah. And he's texting me about a trade. Well, it's maybe right the, on the front page right there. Well, no, I was going to break I, I, would like, I guess my point would be maybe focus on, English, focus on language arts, buddy. You don't need to text your dad about a trade between the Kings and the Pacers. But, hey. He's a sports fan. Especially between the Kings and That's the Pacers. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I what are we kids doing a little, here? Kids it's a little the Kings odd. and the Pacers, everybody. My son will text this to me later. Great. Hopefully yeah. not while he's in class. <laughs> yeah, in class, yeah. Because uh, I'm going to get a similar there's text. There's the difference. Well, he told me on Monday, Dad, you know it's the NBA trade deadline this week. I was like, yeah. And he's like, like he expected right. me to say more. And he's, I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've lived through 50 of them. Speaking of the, <laughs> the NBA, Corey uh, recapped where all the former NBA, FSU guys are playing in the NBA right now and how well they're doing. It is kind of crazy. I mean, Trent Forrest is having a legitimate. I mean, he's yeah, he's like a rotation a, player. And wait till Patrick Williams and Isaac, if Isaac ever plays again. Uh, they, I don't think he will. But I Patrick don't, Williams. You don't think he'll ever play again? Uh, I think there's problems for Isaac. Wow. But Patrick Williams is a big deal. He might get traded, too, by the way, this week. I don't think he will. I hope he doesn't. I don't think he does. Uh, hour number two, headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with us.